0: So this podcast is uh, gonna be a MP3 article, an audio file available on my news agencies section of my website. So if you wanna contact me, if you're a news agency, I have spaceships and that means I can come to you no matter where you are in the world. But in the world, there's something like four million towns and cities. So I can't go to four million cities every day. That does take too long, mostly because it takes a long time to get on and off of the spaceship opening the doors takes time, closing the doors. So what I'm hoping to do is make it so many of the news agencies around the world can see me often. And every time I come to do a tour in a city near you, maybe you can go to that city and you could bring your news crew on the spaceship during the tour. And you just pay the $1 to come on the spaceship. It'll be typically $1 to go to space for one hour and then you can film it. And that's my idea. Now, if you want to contact me, it, here's a couple ideas. Now the first thing is if, if it's something brand new and you want to do it right now because it's breaking news, then I'll try to make myself available. But in general, not everything's breaking news, so then it's better to schedule because I want to organize breaking news every day. At least stuff that you think is interesting. I'm not gonna make fake news though. You'll see what I mean in just a second. So, um, it helps if you are trying to schedule to me if you read around on my website. You get to know who I am, what my company is about, that kind of stuff. Now let's talk about scheduling, because I want to tell you what I want to do. You guys might be really interested, because in the future I might put all of this on there, my schedule for every day, that way you can know what breaking news is. So I want to tell you about a normal day for me. Um, A normal day for me might be that I get up first thing in the morning, I've landed my spaceship on another world, so I wake up, the sun rises, have some coffee, smoke a cigarette. And then, I uh, look at my schedule for the day of every employee at my company and I might meet with off-world teams, talk to them for a few minutes. So that's all really interesting news now as soon as we get to the off-world teams. Looking at my schedule, that's interesting. And you can maybe in the future from time to time film me while I'm talking to my off-world teams. Then I might make uh, first contact with another world. I think, ah, there's another world I've never talked to, like a couple cities there. So I might go to another city, talk to them for 10 minutes. Now I've made contact with them. I learned a little bit about their language. Then I might come to the earth and do a few things in the Earth, stuff with international agencies. I meet with with governments for like an hour, space agencies for an hour, universities for an hour, schools for an hour. And that's now like five hours into my day or six. So let's pretend I got up at 6 a.m. Now it's noon. I eat some lunch. And so all that stuff is interesting news, meeting with space agencies, meeting with Uh, governments from around the world, schools around the world, planning projects with schools and things like that. And then I might, after lunch, do a couple space tours. So I might take my spaceship, land it in any big city in the world where it's daytime. And then you might film 19,000 people getting on my spaceship. And then I might say, hey, I've been to uh, Neptune when I've gone to the city, but you guys probably haven't seen Saturn yet. So uh, let's go to Saturn. And so you get to see the first time they see Saturn. So that's what I mean by breaking news. I'll schedule it all out. So it's like if I do another big project on another world, you might get to see the new project. And so that's something that you might think interesting, like, you know, space news or science news or something like that, or diplomacy news. And then, I might meet with uh, militaries around the world for uh, an hour, and they might wanna talk about uh, military organizations and I'll say no to everything. And then that's interesting news that you can talk about because you get to hear about their agendas and their hopes and their plans and their dreams for conquering the world. And I'm opposed to all of that. And so that might be an interesting day. You can see me yelling at the military for an hour. Every military around the world maybe on one space tour for an hour. Where we just like go up to space and look at the earth and I'm like look, the earth isn't made for you to conquer it all the time. Families live there, stop murdering everyone. And so um, the next day, at the end of the day, I go to another world, I have uh, some wine, put my feet up, smoke a cigarette, and go to sleep. And then if you're there, you might film what a normal day is like for me. Today, that might not be that interesting, but pretty soon the world might be interested, like I'm a celebrity, and that's inevitable. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna be the guy that builds all the spaceships, I'll be a fucking celebrity, and so you might wanna see what my days like. I have wine like a normal person, I smoke cigarettes like a lot of normal people, and I have coffee in the morning like a lot of normal people, I'm normal, and so you might wanna know about that. And then I talk to people in my agencies, or not my agents, my space my space programs actually, a company like they're normal. Hi, how are you? Good morning, kind of I say. Happy to see you, today's a great day. Here's some ideas for the work you're gonna do. I got everything together for you so you're gonna have an easy day. I looked at your schedule, I saw you're gonna have a couple things that might slow you down, I fixed it. So now you're just gonna have an easy day and you're still gonna get high pay. You're gonna get the same pay you would have got otherwise, even if you get done early. That's the kind of stuff I'm gonna do. So then, uh, so the next day I wake up, I have a cup of coffee, and then I go meet with all my administrative assistants and ask them how it's going. We talk about scheduling around the world. And you might hear about my school project, and they might talk about how schools around the world are signing up for space tours, one tour per semester, per college semester. So that's like two tours per school per year. And, I'm gonna say, and I am say, well, what's the math? They're like, we need to have um, 2,700 spaceships coming and going from schools every school day around the world. I'm like, all right, uh, we're a little bit light on spaceships. We only have, let's say at that time I have 1,500. So I'm like, all right, I need to build 1,200 more spaceships. So that's part of my work over the next few days. You might get to see me build spaceships. And that's fucking amazing. It's, it's a fucking amazing thing to see, seeing a spaceship build. Because I can do it faster than you'll believe. It's fucking amazing to build a spaceship. And so after I speak to them, you're like, well, what about these tours? You you might hear that some of the schools have some really interesting ideas that they came up with, and then your news agency might go and film. I might pick you up one morning and take you to where the tours are, and you might get to film some of the tours with schools where they do really interesting things. Maybe it's school projects or science projects or birthday parties for the teachers or for the principal or something or for the students or maybe... um, Maybe they have other ideas, and so we go up there, or maybe just there the first time students see Neptune. That's fucking cool, and it's interesting. Everyone in the world is interested in that. Everyone. And so uh, you might then later arrange with me that you can see my school schedule so you can choose to be part of some of those projects uh, or some of those uh, field trips space then after that i might meet with my administrative assistants uh the next day and they might talk about this more but then a couple weeks later if it's universities and a couple weeks later it's space agencies so then i meet with other administrative assistants and they talk to me about some of the purchases and they say that there's a couple hang-ups in the purchases i handle those but then the next day you're interested because then you get to see my all my expenses. And then I take you to my finance department. You see all my income, all my expenses, all the past expenses, all the future expenses. You can see exactly what I'm paying in payroll, how many employees I have. And then you see that my company's transparent. You can see all the things that I do. It's no secrets. And you know it's like, wow, this is really peaceful. People are just traveling around seeing space, seeing pizza and space and stuff. It's fun for families. And that's a really fun and cool uh, thing. And then in the future, you might learn more about the different departments in my space program as it grows and you can see the beginning, the middle, and then later of my space programs once they're fully staffed and then they're working and you might find it really interesting to see my off-world operations. And then as my space program expands to other worlds or from other worlds to the earth, you might get to film some of that. Um, and then I'm just talking about, for me, and these are all normal days. This isn't the like really unique stuff. This is normal stuff. And then I might say, you know, I need to go update a, uh, something about on my space map in another galaxy. And I might say, do you guys want to see another galaxy? And you're like, sure. I'm like, well, this is gonna take three months. I'm like, why? Because I'm gonna, like, when I go, I'm gonna um, send, I'm gonna go myself there and back real quick, but that's not the mapping that I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go do a quick look at a couple things. And then I'm gonna send space captains and they're gonna go to six galaxies and they're gonna map six galaxies. But when they go, they're going to bring a bunch of uh, space agencies, research groups, and others that are all going to come together on this big six-month multi-galactic space trip. And so if you go, let's say three months, it might take three months of your life. So if your news agency is willing to pay you, you can film the first multi-galactic survey, space exploration, scientific research, space mapping, uh, space flight that's ever been done if you're willing to go for three months. And then you're... Some news agencies might be willing to pay one or two reporters to go on that trip. Once you find out that everyone that's going is peaceful, non-violent, it's going to be a a fun and happy trip, and all you really got to bring is clothes and food. You might see my um, intergalactic diplomacy, how they learn languages, our uh, knowledge databases, our knowledge data hubs, how we send those to other worlds, so that's a lot of my normal day stuff. Now let's get to some of the more interesting stuff. Um, I'm gonna spend a lot of time trolling the world. And so here's a couple examples. Now, what I'd like, ideally, is when I start my program, no one knows it's me. So my hope is that no one finds this website, and very few people listen to this podcast, maybe a lot of but when I do the spaceships, I want it to be a big surprise for most of the world, or all the world. And then uh, that's gonna be, I'm thinking about three years, hopefully sooner, but I gotta get a lot of other work done before then, and I have to wait for a few things, but then I can start building spaceships hopefully in uh, three years or less. And then what I want to do is make a really big one. And so I, you, I want to hear you to hear this whole story about trolling the world. I want to go in a spaceship and I'm going to go lock myself in the control room and the rest of the spaceship's empty. It's just a big room that can hold 19,000 people approximately and a spaceship that's really big. And then what I'll do is I'll fly it around a couple cities then I'll come back to the first city and land it real slow so everyone can film it on their smartphones. There'll be a lot of social media buzz about this. And then, in that city, they saw it, they see it's real, I open the doors, they get on the spaceship, they put it on their live streams for Facebook and TikTok and stuff. But, they get on my spaceship and they all know it's real and the rest of the world is like, is this real? Is that a real spaceship landing? All the governments are talking about it and stuff. It'll be a really fun day, because is gonna be a peaceful day. It's only my spaceship, I'm just doing space tours to bring children to space. And so then, um, what I wanna do is get on the microphone and say, hey, everyone on my spaceship, and everyone, I'll say to everyone on my spaceship and outside, in five minutes, I'm gonna close the doors and I'm gonna take you all to space for 10 minutes and I'm gonna show you every world in this uh, solar system. Then I'm gonna come back and land here. So I need you guys, once I leave, to all move away from the spaceship so I can close my doors, stay away from that area so I can land and stay away so I can open my doors again so the doors don't hurt you. And So I close the um, I close the doors, I take them all to space. Some people are afraid to get on or they're nervous or they just wanna film it or something, whatever reason, and so they film my spaceship going up into space. And then the other people that get on my spaceship, they get to go on the space tour but they still don't see me yet. So it's really fun, I'll reveal myself later in the day or something the next day. And then a man from Earth, you know might say you might say that and then so I go to space I show them all these worlds and they come back and now they have footage on their smartphone video of every world in the solar system and I'll make it fun I'll go real fast between the worlds and then I'll go real slow when I go past them so they can see Mercury Venus Mars Neptune Uranus Saturn Jupiter the earth and then I come back to the earth I land they, I say okay you guys can hang out for like uh, 20 minutes and then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna um, close the door so you got to get off my spaceship. Cause I'm gonna go to another big city so then I'd go to the next I went to three cities. Remember, I showed on the spaceship. I come back again and I land this time. So the whole world's like, was it real? Is that real video of the solar system? There's no way, dude. No way, dude, no way, dude, that's real. So people are like talking about it, trying to figure out if it's real. And I land again, now it's in another city, and another city, and another city around the world. And pretty soon I've been to 20, 30, 40, 50 cities. People are like, dude, this is fucking real, dude. And then I come to like their city. And I'm like, it's Los Angeles, you know, last on the list or, uh, the city of Mexico or some big city in Brazil or small city, small towns even. I just land and they're like, dude, it's a spaceship. It came to our fucking town, dude. And so people get on the spaceship, they go to space, they get the footage themselves, like, oh my God, it was fucking real, dude. And so like the whole world is like talking about this. It'll be really fun on social media, like a big event for a few days. <coughs> and then the next day I do it again and again. So maybe the next day I go, get, I go pick up news agencies. I'm like, here's what we're gonna do. You get to see people's first reaction to seeing a spaceship, and you can get news footage with your news cameras, and maybe do news reports, and I'll tell you everything that's about to happen, my whole schedule, and then, you're, and then you know what I'm going to do, so when you publish your news, you know it's not going to be embarrassing for you, and so I say, I'm going to go around the world again, but halfway through the day, I'm going to let them see my face, see that I look just like them, I'm not an alien, that like looks weird, I'm not a little green man, kind of aliens. what I mean, I'm not a little gray alien, that kind of shit, and then I kind of keep the social media tour going. I revisit some of those same cities maybe land again more people get to go some people get to go again a second time that's fun and then uh, i have to go to i go to other towns and cities around the world maybe go to poor cities rich cities big cities small cities just mix it up and i'll go to every continent in the world equal distribution so i'll go to uh asia just as often as i go to africa and i'll go to africa just as often as i go to united states and canada and south america so like i'll be kind of equal distribution. I'll go to Hawaii once probably, uh, the Caribbean once. I might My spaceship's so big I won't be able to land in a lot of these places so I'll probably land with my spaceship over the water and I'll open like a, one or two doors that, open, that land on the beach so they can walk from the beach onto my spaceship because my spaceship's just so fucking huge, it should be really big. And then they get to see the spaceship, you can see their first reaction. You, can, you might even do a whole world news thing. You might say some people were really calm, some people were kind of stressed out, some people were really excited. In general, everyone thought it was fun and, exciting and they want to do it again. It was very safe the whole time. Dale showed us the controls and yet yeah, put that on the news. And then I kind of show them, like I start going to the cities again I say, look, I'm a man from Earth and I'm a normal man and I show them what I look like. And I start doing it on the space force. They're like, what in the fuck? The guy on the spaceship looks like us? Is he from Earth? Is he, is, is this a trolling thing? Is this a YouTube prank? People have so many weird and interesting ideas all around the world, They'll, when they don't know much but they just get to see the spaceship, it'll be super fucking interesting to see their reactions. It'll be really exciting. So I'd like to keep that going for a lot of days, at least two, maybe three, but it could be more. And that just reveal a little bit every day. And that's my plan for the rollout of information. Every day I'll reveal a little bit about me, who I am, where I'm from, what I believe, what I'm gonna do, space tours, that kind of stuff. Only fun stuff, that's all I have planned. And then I might reveal a little bit about how the spaceships work. Every day a little bit about that. Every day I might reveal a little bit about the universe. I might take people to different places in the solar system, the galaxy, the universe. And so that'll be really fun. That means there's every day something new for the news agencies to report, if you're, if you're interested in that. And then, um, then I'll do first contact. So on the first day I might say, let's go to the United States government and see how they handle first contact and then I might go to all the governments around the world. But I only show my face to people on the space tours and I tell them don't film my face. Like Spider-Man, keep it a secret for for a couple days. And then I come back to those governments and I do it again, I go to the White House, the place in Russia, like all these government places, uh, maybe embassies and I'm like, I am from space, I come in peace, and I just totally pretend that I'm a space alien, like a little green man or something. And I might tell them I'm a little green man, like I'm a little green man, I come in peace, and I'm just totally gonna troll them, but you can film their first reaction. How does every government in the world handle first contact with an alien people? Are they peaceful are they non-violent are they kind are they patient are they interested in this do they want to have a lot of meetings about it do they make lots of declarations so they might go to your news agency and say we're concerned about the space presence but you're on my spaceship you know it's all for fun it's just trolling (laughs) so for you guys it might be fucking interesting to know both sides of it and to know that it's all just going to come out in the open in a couple days that i'm just like a regular person however you want to say it, come out in the open might not be it but you know what i mean and so uh, I wanted to troll the governments, I mean forever. Like I'd never want to stop doing that. So like even a year later I might come back and I might make a new spaceship and say, I come in peace, I'm a space alien. <laughs> and But they don't recognize my spaceship, they don't know if it's me and then we see how they handle it. And we might see if they're mature enough, skilled enough or whatever, any words you want to use. And then um, and then there's more uh, I, I do do a little more trolling. I could go around the world to any like groups or businesses and troll them in the same way and I could pretend like I'm a lost space alien that doesn't know where to go. So I might go someplace like um, Alex Jones Infowars and be like we come in peace we are little green men space aliens. We want to meet your leaders. <laughs> Alex Jones would probably say so much about that. I might go to churches, do the same thing. Synagogues, religious groups, mosques. I might go to uh, schools and but like, I might go meet with children. And it's like, let's say 11 uh, year old girls. And I might be like, I'm a space alien. I come in peace and see how they do with first contact. I'm going to be honest, you might find that children do first contact way better than governments. What would a government say? Uh, We would like to establish contact and policies with you. Uh, We'd like to establish policies. Um, We are interested in meeting uh, secretly with you. I mean, they're fucking weird, dude. And then they'll have like the army on standby and all this weird shit. I go to meet like 11-year-old girls at like a grade school or middle school. I'm like, I am a little green man. I come in peace. And they're like, hi, where are you from? I mean, that's a completely normal question. I'm like, oh, I'm... uh, I'm from a world in this universe. They're like, oh, that's cool, is it far? Immediately, they're asking interesting questions. And they're like normal people. So you might find children are better at diplomacy than uh, governments. That's a really interesting thing that you might want to, I don't know if you'd report on it, but it'd be cool. But if you film it, then later the parents might be like, oh my God, little Susie, you're on the news. That's so cool. And she's like, I know, it was really fun. I saw a spaceship and I told him that I want to go on and he took me to space. And their and the little girl's mom was like, What? Why do you tell me? She's like, I just got home. Ha <laughs> The mom already saw it on the news or something. So it might be really fun. And then the school the whole world might be like, Are you taking children to space without parents' permission? Well, well one time I did. Maybe I'll stop doing it, but the kids fucking loved it you know you might see a whole bunch of middle schoolers up in space just having a fucking middle school party like this is so cool like a bunch of 11 year old boys and girls and then I bring them back and they get off the spaceship and they walk in a line and they go back to class that'd be fucking exciting and the whole world might say is Dale a bad person because these students missed 10 minutes of class <laughs> and then when they get back they can say it's the space alien's fault and the teachers will hear the weirdest excuse the kids ever told but they all, all the teachers will see the spaceship so they know it's true and the teachers might be with them It'll to be really fun really fun and there's nothing wrong with taking a 10 minute break from school and then um, so I'll go around trolling the world and I'll talk to uh, governments and things like that I'll go to places where there's like poor places in Africa and they all come running off where they do subsistence living they're running off of fields and off of boats and stuff and they might be really excited to go into space I might take them like every day just because I like them or something because I think they're fun or whatever And so you might be there to hear the first time people sing on my spaceship, or to see the first time they dance, or the first time a young man and a young woman hold hands because they think about dating and they just met on the spaceship. Maybe she's from uh, China and he's from Japan or something, or he's from Russia and she's from Ireland or something, I don't know. And then you can see their reaction when I go to smaller uh, nations. Like I might go to Denmark, I might go to Sweden. Uh, I'm gonna go to smaller places. They might be like, "Oh my god, he came to our our place. That's so fucking cool. He came to our town." I thought he'd never come here because we live in such a small town, in such a small uh, nation. And then they like, they might be really cool and have like a really fun time going to space and stuff. Families. And then you know the next day, the third day, then I'm starting to like show my face to everyone more. They put it on social media. They find out my name is Dale Maynard, That I have spaceships. And that uh, they find out why I use them. They find my website. And now my website's getting a ton of traffic. And that's why I'm doing these podcasts now. So I can link them on my website so people can go there and read or listen all about the space program. So when I come, there's no confusion. They can read my website and see everything I plan to do. And when I have the business, they can come see it. It's all transparent. They can see everything. And so if you're a news agency, I want you on my spaceship every day. Because I want everything that happens there to be public knowledge. If there's violence because people are fighting, I didn't cause it. If the governments come and they argue with each other, I didn't cause that. If space agencies come and they can't figure out how to get to space, I'm like, I'll help you. If schools come and the kids have a fun field trip, that's fun to see. Everyone loves to see happy children. And teachers that are kind and patient with children. People are gonna love that shit, man. And so I wanna, I want you guys on my spaceship every day, but I'm not gonna pay you, you're not my company, you're not my employee, you report the news. And so, if I give you interesting news every day, you guys can come on my spaceships every day. But also, people are gonna be filming on cell phones the whole time. And that means they can see everything, that's great. And so, what I wanna do is roll out, over at least a year, knowledge about me and knowledge about my spaceship. Now, they're gonna ask me every question. Who are you, where are you from? As soon as I answer, they're going to ask me 10 more questions. When I answer those, they're going to ask 10 more about each. Now it's 100 more questions. So I'm just going to roll that out over a year. And that'll be lots of unanswered questions, but a year is not a long time to wait. It's not. You can read a lot about me on my website. And then also I have these podcasts and I'll answer you and I want to roll. I want to choose something, one thing per day. And after I've introduced it, we can always come back and talk about it in interviews and stuff. So then I might do news interviews. You might see my multi-galactic diplomacy when I talk to diplomats from other worlds one day. When I have uh, diplomats from other worlds working for my company, you might get to go film thing like first contact with other worlds and what life is like on other worlds. You might get to film all the satellite stuff in space. That's extremely interesting. Filming it from space. You might get to film scientific research of a huge variety of kinds. Physics, mathematics, astronomy, uh, knowledge of the sun, knowledge of weather. You can watch weather from above. I mean, it's all fucking interesting, man. I might have a rescue ship that helps people when their boat sinks on the ocean. I can come rescue them real quick and bring them to help. Or lost hikers. That's fun, interesting stuff to see what's going on. People love to see that kind of stuff. And also, children's birthday parties. Um... People that meet with me for business appointments, maybe they want to propose a business uh, partnership. That's all really interesting to see what kind of business ideas people come up with. People that design spaceships, I have a whole section on Contact Dale for people that want to design spaceships. In the future, I might build them, fly them around and let the whole world see other people's designs. I can make it fly. I can make it so it goes to space safely. So if they make a fun or cool or interesting design, you might get to film it the first time it's flown. And the whole world might be fascinated with that, seeing how people from the Earth design spaceships. And there's a lot of people that are really skilled at this already, I think. If there's a big event happening in the Earth, like a war or um, new cities being built or weird weather, I might take people to see it on space tours because the whole world's interested in it, and you might wanna come as a news agency to film it from a spaceship. That may, might be part of your news story. People might love that. Like, oh, we saw it from the ground, we saw it from a helicopter, and we saw it from a spaceship in the middle of a hurricane. It's interesting. So, With my stuff, it's all transparent. Now the other thing I wanna do is I wanna talk about my spaceships. Now the reason I don't wanna answer this all at once is everyone's gonna become impatient with me and so I need, I'm only gonna do this in the way I choose and it'll work great if you don't press me all the time to tell you more. So people might say, Dale, how do your spaceships work? How did you build them? How did you design them? Will you give us your spaceships? Will you give us your spaceship technology? Will you give us your spaceship design knowledge? Will you give us your knowledge of science, mathematics, physics? That's the kind of questions I'm gonna get because people want my spaceships. That's the bottom line, I think. So, in the future, what I might do when I answer those people is, I might say much about this one day at a time, one thing at a time, over a year. And waiting a year to learn how to build my spaceships, because they're they're fucking exceptional machines. There's no doubt. They're superior technology, and it's no doubt when you see them. They're fucking amazing. When you learn how they work, they're fucking amazing. And I'll tell you a couple things about it right now. Um, people are gonna want that right away, but waiting a year to hear about that is um, not a long wait. So here's what I wanna do. I wanna say like, day one, I tell them, you can look around my spaceships and see that everything works perfectly and it's safe. We go to space and come back, there's no air leaks, it's not hot, it's not cold, the temperature's nice, we don't need food, we don't need to go to the bathroom because the technology takes care of our, like, takes care of that, I think, is how you might say it. We don't need to sleep on long journeys, the spaceship takes care of that. It's a fucking amazing design. It's safe, people come and go from the spaceship, even if they're on the spaceship every day. There's no side effects, there's no radiation. So people are gonna ask a lot of weird questions and I wanna answer all their safety concerns first because they're gonna have a lot of them and those things are very important to people. It'd be rude if I didn't answer that first. They wanna know if it's safe. They also want to see other people go on first to make sure that those people come, in, they come back every time. Some people might think I'm kidnapping people. They want to do a head count and make sure everyone gets off the spaceship. So if you're there or if people are filming it on their smartphones, they can see everyone gets on, everyone gets off, there's no missing people, there's no space aliens kidnapping people. They want to know it's safe. Some people have seen sci-fi movies, they want to see if there's weird aliens. So over a year, I'll tell them about myself, my spaceship design, and other worlds. And so the first day, I just wanna show them, I have a spaceship. The second day, I wanna say it's made by someone that looks like you, I was born in the Earth. You know, then the third day, I wanna show more of that, tell them my name, and that I have a website. And they can read about it. And this way people can take their time to soak this in, because it'll be really fun this way. Then later, over days, I might tell them, my spaceship has what you might call anti-gravity. So when we go upside down or go into space, you're still standing, you're not floating around in space. My spaceship has what you might call a air control system. There's always enough air, the climate's controlled, your physiology is normalized or something, news agencies might say. Um, For space travel, you might say, or something. So we'll come up with a cool way to say it. I'll, I'll introduce all the safety features that you can see how the doors work. You can see how the communication systems work. And then you realize there really is one big safety hazard on my spaceship. When I land, people need to get the fuck out of the way because it's a big spaceship. They can't stand under it. And I don't want to have a thousand cameras with a thousand computer screens trying to watch for people all the time. And I'm going to try my best to watch out for people, but I'm going to need help in the cities. Maybe city police or volunteers that when I land my spaceships, they make sure everyone's out of the way. And I can talk to them and stuff and I'll do all I can. I'm not going to crush people. I'm going to have a perfect safety record. But then when I open the doors, I need them to stand back because impatient people will run forward to get on the spaceship first. They need to wait till the doors open. My spaceship's going to be a quarter mile in size. So approximately the size. So when a door opens, the door might be 35 feet high. It opens to do a giant ramp. And so that might be 20,000 pounds in metal slowly lowering down to the ground. They need to stay back. Don't. It's not. It's not a wooden door for your house. That metal will dis- will kill a man. They need to get out of the way. And so eventually, I might engineer safety features with like proximity sensors. But here's the honest truth. This is a spaceship, not a children's playroom. It's engineered to go into space, and it ex- I expect that people understand doors. Let the door open before you go through it, and that's that's the understanding that they need. That's all the understanding. Now they also understand getting crushed. Don't stand under the door. And so one day I want to do a whole talk with the news. So the whole world hears, Dale expects that you understand doors. He also hopes that you'll help. So if someone runs forward to the spaceship, he needs athletic people to run forward and grab them. Even if they don't want your your help, grab those motherfuckers and drag them back into the crowd because the door might crush them and kill them don't stand under my doors don't stand under my spaceship so I might just have like designated landing pads in cities where I land and then the police let people through or something at first just because people will go under the doors and someone might die and I don't want that to happen but the other side of it is I'm very not compassionate if I tell the whole world this I show them the technology I put in cameras and safety features and then some idiot runs under my door anyways you know what? fuck him There's nothing I can do about it. It's a 20,000 pound door. I'm opening it slowly. I'm saying everyone step back. And he did it on purpose because he thought he might be strong enough or something. He's not. It's not my fault. I expect people to behave like adults. Don't run under a door ramp. And if they don't understand that, they need to stay away from my spaceship and people need to warn them, look. Like if there's a man that's that stupid, his wife needs to tell him, look, you're too stupid. Just stand in the back of the line, not the front. His brother needs to tell him, probably, actually. Maybe his brother will will tell him and there'll be no hard feelings. But if his wife did, there might be hard feelings. So I want to do a whole report on that so people can stay away from the doors. That way they don't get hurt, man. I care about people. I don't want them to get hurt, but I can't control everything. It's a giant piece of metal. I can't turn it into a rubber toy. It's designed to go into space. It's not designed for idiots to run under the doors. So I'm going to make the doors as safe as I can, but it's impossible to make a safe door. And on the next day, I want to do a news report on that. What you guys can find is when you look at the internet and every door design in the world, no one has ever invented a safe door. When doors open, they hit people. When doors close, they smash your fingers. The truth is doors are dangerous. Every door in the world is the same danger and no one has ever invented a a safe door. Why? All people need to learn how doors work. That's the only option. No one's ever invented a safe door. And you can look the internet and you realize that's not, I mean, there's no safe door. There's not one on the internet. So it's true, there's no safe doors. So uh, the next day might be a news report. So we do all the safety stuff about a fun thing. People might say how fast your spaceships go. So I might say, well, I can go from the Earth to Neptune. Normal speed might be, for me, for one of my pilots, slow is 30 seconds or normal might be 30 seconds. Slow for me is 10 seconds. Normal speed for me might be five or three or two seconds. They're fucking fast, dude. And then a bunch of people on the Earth might do the math on how fast that is. And so um, then they might say, well, how fast can it go to another world? I'm like, well, faster. And then the next day they might say, how fast does it accelerate? I'm like, well, it's nearly instant. If I full throttle it, it's going full speed by the time my controls hit full throttle. I mean, it's nearly instant. And people might say, well, that's fucking interesting. And so they might want to calculate like the speed of my spaceship or ask how fast it goes. But then they're going to want to ask you, the news reporters, what was it like on the spaceships? Did it feel weird when it went fast? My spaceships have something you'll probably call inertial dampeners. That's not that's not how I made it, but you can call it that. That's the earth word, which means you don't really feel anything. If you're holding a drink, your drink doesn't spill. There's, and my spaceships go really fast, way faster than light. Then physicists will want to meet with you and say we thought that was impossible. So one day I might go exactly the speed of light with a bunch of physicists and you might you might talk to them and they might say, well, Einstein's theory of relativity is clearly incorrect. I'm like, yes, you've been teaching incorrect math uh, since before then actually in the earth. And also since you've been using Einstein's theory of relativity, you've added a lot of math errors to your calculations. And so when you teach math at university, it's completely wrong in a lot of ways, I think. That's how I say it. And so you might get their first reaction when they realize universities are charging people money to teach them math that's incorrect. And that's wasting people's money. And this might start a whole controversy in the earth. So what you could do as a news agency is you might say, this is interesting, but there's not enough interest. And so we might generate interest, and here's how we can do it. I can every single day, this day, the next day, the next day, the next day, the next day, take physicists, atheists like Richard Dawkins types, Neil deGrasse Tyson types, mathematicians into space, and what they'll tell you is, especially mathematicians, they'll tell you more than others probably. Clearly, Einstein's theory of relativity is incorrect. And then there there are other math errors. And then the universities, you might ask them, because they come with me on spaceships, what are you going to do to fix the problem? Or is it important to you? Are you going to fix it? And they might be there when the Neil deGrasse Tysons and the mathematicians are all talking about it. And then they might say, well, we expected to travel through time, so clearly time travel didn't happen. And then they come back and their watches are the same. It's the same time. And then a year later, I might introduce time travel technology. And the whole world for the whole year will say it doesn't exist. It's not real. It can't happen. It's impossible. And so that'll be a really big, interesting day. Because I might say, in one year, I'll do time travel. And then after that year, I do the first time travel trip in human history. And we go back in time. And you can witness, let's say, I don't know how it would work. But let's say the World War One or something that happened in history, the medieval wars, the crusades or something. We might go back in time to look at different points in time and you guys might say, holy fuck, time travel's real. And so the whole world will deny it until they see it. And that would be another space tour. One day I might teach my space pilots how to do time travel on my spaceships and then they might do time travel trips. You might get to see the crusades, you might get to see battles in the uh, Colosseum in ancient um, Greece. or Rome. And so I wanna roll this stuff out slowly. And one of the reasons is, everyone's gonna say it's not real. If I tell you the truth about my spaceships, it's better if I just show you what they can do. So I'm like, one day you guys might say, how far can you go? And I might say, well, buckle up if you wanna do, let's say a 10 day space tour. And you're like, why? We're gonna go around the whole galaxy and look at every world and every star. You're like, 10 days, fuck, we'll do it. And I'm like, I'm gonna do it faster though because I'm gonna use the high speed features, so just don't be afraid when I go fast. like, why afraid? And then you look out the front window, you're like, holy fuck, those planets are flying past us fast. And I'm like, yeah, that's how we do it fast, and then we might get it done in a couple days, like two or four days or something. And you guys like, wow, that was fucking amazing. The spaceship can actually travel the whole galaxy and visit every world really fucking fast. And then when people ask questions, what can your spaceships do? Instead of me answering, Because people will argue and doubt and dispute i can just show you and the news agencies can have the first report with proof that it's all real then one day i might take you to meet advanced civilizations i want to do this in the first days so the advanced civilizations in this galaxy there are only three besides me i'm calling myself a civilization just for fun but There are three other civilizations that have successfully built spaceships um, and so i might one day take you to meet them i want to do this sooner rather than later one of the reasons is the american military stole a spaceship from an advanced civilization of people called the falralkin murdered some of those men kept others prisoners and keeps the spaceship deep underground in a military base so one day i might go to the american uh, government and say i'm going to threaten you if you don't do this peacefully. Return the Falralcon people, the spaceship, and all the technology you took. If you want, I'll take you with the spaceship so you can meet them again, and I'll reestablish contact with them because they're more advanced than you, and I know you do want to talk to them, but they don't want to talk to you anymore because you were so violent. And so you might see the first intergalactic diplomacy between the United States military and an advanced civilization of spaceships, and, the liberation of the Falraucan prisoners and also returning their property, which was stolen by the United States military. I want you to see it because if you hear it, you're going to think it's not real. So I want you to see it. I want the whole world to see it. I don't want any more of these secret things where the government steal technology and kidnap people and take prisoners and murder them. I don't want any more of that. Then if the United States government doesn't agree to do this, or if they say they won't do it if the news agencies film, then what I'll do is I'll build a small spaceship that can go inside their deep underground military bases. And I'll build a specialized weapon that can tunnel through the Earth, so, because they have tunnels with bombs, they might blow the bomb and bury me in the tunnel. And then what I'll do is I'll cut down every one of their uh, blast doors with those giant metal concrete doors with my space gun, it'll be like a lightsaber going through it kind of. And uh, I'm going to tell them, look, I don't want to do this because my weapons will go through every door and kill every man on the other side of the door. I'm going to cut through in a big circle. It's going to kill everyone in the room, in the hallway. Everyone's going to die. So return this technology or I will cut down the doors and kill every man inside those secret compounds in order to recover the alien technology and to free the prisoners. And then one day I might go to all the prisons in the world and say, let out all of the prisoners that are nonviolent let out the marijuana smokers, let out the people that stole bread, let out the people that didn't pay taxes. They're nonviolent criminals, let them out. At the bare minimum we're letting them out. Keep the murderers and the rapists in there now. Don't let them out. They're like, why? I'm like, well God's law is that they die. So you can hear all of my answers and you can be there if I decide to cut down prison doors and rescue prisoners. I might take you in my spaceship, and it's made of solid metal. We can see out, but they can't see in. So when you film all this, if you come as a space agency, it'll all be anonymous, they won't know who filmed it. It'll all be anonymous footage, and you can just leak it on the internet if you want. And so if they don't return the property that they stole, I'll go to their underground bases, and I'll bore a mile into the earth and cut through all their steel walls. And I'll cut through them like a a hot knife through uh, wet paper. And I'll build technology and weapons specifically designed for that one purpose. War against the United States military's underground bases that take prisoners and kill and murder people to steal technology. But then you'll get to see the truth if we do this. Either way, you'll see the Fal prisoners and the Fal spaceship. And I can take them on my spaceship and they know me. Those men know me because I've been to their world. And then I can tell them who I am. I know their language. They've learned American English by now. And we can talk to them. You can ask them questions. I'll tell you which questions they'll answer and which ones they won't. Because they're advanced civilization. They don't tell you about their technology and stuff. They have some secrets. And then uh, I'll teach you about them. It it takes a long time. You guys are like, but will you tell us something today? No, because they have a very complicated culture, you might say. So it just takes time. And and eventually, you might have contact with them. You might meet with them once per month and ask them two questions. And then we might do it where the whole world can see. And it might be 100 news agencies doing this every time. They might really like that, actually, because I'll arrange it so it'll go well. And then you might meet the other two advanced civilizations in this uh, galaxy. And you might be there the day that I returned the Falrakan spaceship and the men that were lost to the Falrakan people. And again, they know me and they like me. You're not allowed on their homeworld, but I am. But one day they might allow you to go there. Probably not, though, to be honest. And so you might be there though, they might come to my spaceship, so you don't see their homeworld and don't go there. They might recover their men, recover their spaceship, because it takes four people to pilot the spaceship, but they killed a couple pilots on there. So I think there's only two left alive, that's my thinking, I'm not sure exactly. And so they might need two or more pilots to get that spaceship back on their homeworld. And so they might bring eight men on one spaceship and they might bring both spaceships back. And you might get be there to film it. And I might say, I might tell them the whole thing. This, it's intergalactic diplomacy with advanced civilization. So this whole thing might take a couple hours to talk to them, explain to them what's happening, what I'd like to do and why, exactly what you'll news, what you news reporters will say to them, that kind of stuff. That way they know what to expect. You're not gonna ambush them, there's no secrets. And then they know me. And so I might go down to that world, speak to them first in a different spaceship, come back to where you are on the big spaceship, then they might come and do all that and you might get to see uh, aliens from another world with advanced technology who look different than us for the first time ever. And when it happens, I want a bunch of news agencies to film it. Every news agency in the world, ideally, that way no one says it's fake. And YouTubers and Instagrammers and uh, TikTok people, everyone. That way it's all seen, posted by a thousand different people or more. The whole thing, recovering the spaceship, recovering the prisoners, the whole thing. And another thing I wanna do is in this uh, galaxy, there's two Falrakan spaceships, I think, still floating around the galaxy that no one can recover. And the reason they can't be recovered is because um, the, the crew died, I think. And so I wanna recover those spaceships, put them in mine, and give them back to the Falrakan people. <laughs> because I don't want their technology to get in anyone else's hands. It's advanced technology. It's spaceships with weapons and shit. Their spaceships have weapons and shit. Mine are gonna be more peaceful, but uh, I don't want anyone to get a hold of that technology because then they might learn how to fly the spaceship and then start attacking people. So you might think that's really fucking interesting news. The Fowl also have time travel technology and you might not be interested until you see it and it's proven and then you might be really interested. The whole world might wanna know what they're doing and all their secret operations. And I might talk to them about revealing part of it That way they're more accepted by the world and they're treated like human beings rather than like animals or insects or property. The American military treated them really poorly. Like their only value was that they had knowledge that could help the American military make weapons. And so um, then we might talk about research that the American military did in that underground base. We might go back in there, cut all the doors down and I might show you their research. You might say, fuck man, that's, that's awful they're doing some really bad research underground and so you'll have access to everywhere in the galaxy that I take you maybe I mean hypothetically not all of you, maybe some of you and so also I might show all of the high altitude surveillance equipment and then the whole world might decide why does the United States have so many high altitude surveillance blimps surveillance planes and surveillance satellites that have rocket uh, launchers on them that's fucking weird dude and then you might look from above my perspective with my spaceship, you can see cool shit. You, you might be like, why is there so many fucking warships in the ocean around the United States? That's fucking weird, dude. I hope they don't attack someone because they'll fucking murder everyone. Is this a shield or a sword? So the, the world might be interested in that, from my perspective. You might just get a photo and say, does the world think this is interesting? And the whole world might say, wow, that's fucking interesting, man. It's a lot of fucking weapons. Uh, So those are some uh, thoughts. Now, I don't want to make this podcast any longer in part because this is a really fucking long podcast. But the reason I, I did this podcast so long is because in the future, a lot of you news agencies might want to ask me these same questions and I might answer with the same answers. But now you can hear it in a podcast and read it on a webpage and I don't have to give this answer to one person at a time.